Good morning, motivators. What's happening? It's Dr. O, Dr. Drill. For again, Tuesday morning, a little overcast, 55 degrees. Fall has finally arrived here in Pennsylvania. Driving through town, see various uh, folks out and about starting their day, work vans. Look at this garage, got all its bays open, ready for business. One of the more successful automobile garages in town. Friggin' school buses stopping at railroad tracks. That's probably a good practice. Let's see. Hey, I've, I've started uh, performing this. Um, I've started sending out fucking prank calls. I'm starting to get into pranks. Right, harmless prank calls, maybe just something that maybe lift somebody's spirits, put a smile on their face. I called my dentist, who's also my neighbor, and uh, left a message for her staff because I'm trying to get an appointment. Missed my appointment last week because I had a conflict. I said, "Hello, this is Sparky Stevenson, and I'm calling from the company that creates the pens that are also marketing action, whereby." They've got a molar or bicuspid or an incisor on the top of the pen. Then it'll say Dr. Helene, etc., etc. And they're um, really nice keepsake. And I'll go, oh, this is Aaron Oberst. I'm trying to get a. Um, just trying to lift some spirits, you know, trying to put some smiles on some faces on a dreary Tuesday. Look at this guy carrying, Flag of Force guy, pulling out cones to put them in the road for all these. Uh, characters driving at a high rate of speed, oblivious to anyone else's life or schedule, and he's got a, the unenviable task, I like that phrase, unenviable task, of placing these cones precariously in the street, while people you risk getting run over, hope he doesn't though. Let's see, I got my friend uh, Shackman Willie, this guy, every time I see him, he looks, he looks nicer, he's got a friggin' sharp haircut. He had a uh, Penn State sweatshirt on yesterday. He looks like something out of like a college guy or something. Jack Man Willie's going to be painting my entire building now. He went from doing odd jobs like cleaning my gutters and raking leaves and shit. Look at this fucking school bus in my rearview mirror. Almost knocked my shit, my side mirror off. Christ, it's all fun and games. So you get freaking side mirror taken off by a damn school bus. Yeah, so Shockman Willie, I got him four gallons of paint. He should be going to work today if it doesn't rain on him. And he'll be out there. Does a great quality of work. I'm really happy to have him support him and, and to have the help. Uh, this guy over here picking his nose in his little sports car. Let's see what's going on. It's, we're off to a pretty decent week. Had a real busy weekend where uh, cheer and uh, cheer competition as well as another football game for my son. I'll tell you a heartwarming story about my daughter if you didn't see it on Facebook. She's 10. She's a flyer for the local um, Pop Warner cheerleading squad. I don't know what level, but Mighty Mites, Junior Varsity, Junior Varsity Pop Warner squad. 
and uh, you know she's a pretty special kid. She's mine, but she's the one that does all the uh, the stunts and the uh, tumbling, like backhand springs, back tucks, uh, things that uh, like she's really good. So if others are struggling with a skill, she's pretty much already got it down. She's just always been very strong, very flexible, and um, proud of her. But <clears throat> Wednesday of last week, the um, she was she had an accident while she was cheering. And cheer, I have heard, is one of the fastest growing sports in America or in the world, and it is also one of the most dangerous because it's not the cheer that we remember growing up. Not your rah-rah, sis-boom-bah, show up and cheer for the football team anymore. I mean, there is maybe that component, but that was kind of cheese. And nobody really paid too much attention to them at the time unless you're a young, you know, teen going through puberty, getting a boner by looking at the girls with the skirts. This is serious business acrobatic type cheer, competitive cheer, and so Lily, Lily does that. She uh, fell, and a bunch of girls fell on her, stepped on her hand, so she comes home crying, writhing in pain, because her uh, left hand was killing her, so I tended to it, I looked at it, I did some exams, did some strength tests, she was obviously hurting, at least a strained sprain maybe a fracture, right? She, pain was unrelenting, so she said, uh, Mandy said, all right, well, I'm going to take her to the ER. I said, I said, it's a good idea. I said, got x-rays. And these fucking doctors at the, at the ER, I understand they're busy, and uh, patient first, those, these quick doc things, they're not much better in this regard. They'll take an x-ray, and then they'll say, okay, you'll, if you hear from us, uh, you know, that means that we found something. But if you don't hear from us, it's no news is good news. Listen, can we explain to these people that there's nothing broken? Can we show them at least a report, ideally the actual films, and say, look, this, these are all your bones, and they're all where they should be, and um, there's no fracture that I see or anything else. So you most likely have a soft tissue injury, so a muscle pull or tendons, and this is how everything works. Just take a little time to educate the patient, right? It goes a long way. So I got a call up this morning and get those x-rays, uh, try to get a report. Anyway, there's nothing broken, but I'm thinking, oh man, she's at least got a strain. I've yanked my pinky before, pulled it back in, into extension, and it's kind of an unforgiving injury. Because a pinky doesn't have as much power as the rest of the, uh, or resources in blood flow and strength and all that, as the rest of the digits, right? Just smaller. So your pinky toe, it's kind of like there. It, it helps, but it's not the, uh, doesn't perform the lion's share of your activity. Um, so anyway, she's really nursing this thing. I wrap it up, you know, she ices it, heats it stretches it to the degree she can and just taking some time. Long story short, on Saturday uh, afternoon, she goes out there and does 
without a friggin' any rap or anything. She does the full program to a T, helps her team win this title. They won the entire friggin', uh, uh, they won the cheer in their class, and... New text message from Lilio B. There she is right now, right? So she did, they won the competition, and then they won the whole, they won their class of the competition, and then they won the whole kit and caboodle. All right, people even say that anymore, kit and caboodle. Very impressive, this young lady is what I'm trying to say. And uh, I guess the question in the, in the, the, uh, the next five or ten minutes, the uh, subject that I will choose to discuss is, when to train through things? Like, what are the limitations of the human body and mind? When should you drive on? Always? I mean, I've always done that. Uh, my method of solving problems has been essentially going to war with the situation. Whether it's talking to a large group of people, or exercising a group, or uh, you know, starting a business, or performing some sort of task. If I am not performing... Uh, up to par, or if I've got a goal and I'm ambitious about it, I go after it, you know, and I think that that is a good, it works, for a lot of people it works, for a young man trying to find himself in this world, join the Marines, um, going to war with my problems has always been something, a strategy that, that has helped me. I don't think it's great for everyone, but I mean, there have been plenty of times, we're talking about physical pursuits, Back in my Dr. Drill, you know, heyday, I showed up and conducted workouts, sick, sore, depressed, the whole nine yards, and every time, as far as I know, it made me better. It made me feel, rise above the situation. I feel uh, quite often our predicament that we're in is asking us you know, do you have the fortitude? Ah, go ahead. It's like saying, ah, go ahead and just lay down. Just lay down and die. Just, just quit this endeavor. Don't worry about it. And then there's like a switch goes on, like a light that goes on and says, fuck no, let's, let's drive on. Let's drive through it. And so for my daughter's competition, I told her several days, I said, listen, you need to prepare for the contingency that you are not going to be able to perform. You're not going to be able, you're going to hurt this more, and then, you know, maybe you will break it. Maybe you'll, somebody else will get hurt because you're not training safely. But I guess she felt like she had some extra gas in her tank and could push through this. To my knowledge, she hadn't done a back handspring or, you know, maybe a cartwheel she did the night prior, uh, but with a lot of pain. I think, man, this is not going to go well. So, she did. She freaking pushed through. She drove on. She made us proud that they won the whole competition. If she hadn't been there and been able to handle her component of this performance, they would not have. So, it's an it's a exercise in teamwork and in strength and fortitude. And I have no doubt that this girl is going to be do the same thing throughout her life. She's just a freaking hard charger. Amazing. Um, 
because she I need to text her to tell her I love her before she gets on that bus. So I'm going to quit this podcast in a moment. But I got to tell you, you know, it, it's a strategy. It's worked for me going to war with my problems, with my challenges, getting gritty, going after them, freaking screaming, getting nuts, and accomplishing that mission. Maybe other people have a different strategy that works. I don't know, but is it appropriate? When is it appropriate to drive through and push beyond the pain? You know? Think about some of the stories you hear about. These are, whatever, somebody on a battlefield, you know, keeps going, you know, gets gut shot, gets his shoulder blown off, and keeps going on like the Terminator accomplishes the mission, charges the machine gun nest, kills this many enemy, takes this many prisoner, and then, you know, while you stand in there guarding them while the friendly troops arise, arrive, um, he bleeds out and falls over dead. Or uh, some guy or gal who, who gets mauled by a bear and, uh, you know, lays there in the mud for two weeks and finally gets up and walks home miles upon miles and heals up and you know a lot of these stories have become uh, embellishments but it's a philosophy it's a thing it's a method and I'll probably use it today maybe not today because I'm teaching but uh, I, I, I carry it with me I think it's useful to be able to when the chips are down, when the freaking weather is overcast, when it's only Tuesday and you just can't wait till the weekend to get just a little peace of mind, a little rest, that um, you can freaking drive on. I was listening to this uh, inspiring, you know, listen to this every morning. It was by Dr. Joe Dispenza, a, col- a uh, conglomeration of different um, speakers philosophers, I guess, talking about how today's your day. Wake up. You know, you, you it's you. You have an opportunity today. And you need to seize the opportunity. You know, you need to make, you have 365 hours in this day. And you need to grow and change throughout the course of this day so that by the end of the day, you're not the same person. That stuck with me. I thought that that was really cool. Because imagine if we did that. Imagine if we said, you know what? Today is, is going to be a special fucking day. You know, I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm going to learn something. I'm going to grow. I'm going to be, uh, make some decisions that I can be proud of. And I'm not going to be the same person. I mean, the, the notion that you have to be in this, you know, perform this slog, this drudgery every day and go to work, time to make the donuts, or perform some tasks that you hate just because, you know, you think you're, you're, you're like, you're in this mold, you're in this pattern, break that fucking pattern, I think that that's, that's beautiful, and certainly defy the odds and do great things today, don't just make it a cup of coffee and trudging through the day miserable, but getting to the end and finally getting to your bed, that's a shame. So let's not do that. My daughter inspired me. I'm going to go tell her I love her and have a great day. She does hate her teacher, so 
he's not all, uh, she was complaining to me about that last night, so it's not all positive, but, you know, we choose our battles. (laughs)